Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, showcasing alumni of Iowa State University and Cyclones Everywhere, making communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Well, hello, Cyclones Everywhere, and welcome to Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. Each week, we spotlight a different Iowa State alum, making their community, the state of Iowa, and the world a better place. Michelle Book is a 1983 graduate of Iowa State University with a degree in accounting, and she's also a life member of the Alumni Association. Since 2016, she has served as president and CEO of the Food Bank of Iowa, a nonprofit food distribution resource helping to feed over 175,000 food insecure Iowans in 55 counties. The organization works with partner agencies, including food pantries, soup kitchens, homeless and domestic violence shelters, child and adults care centers, and youth and senior programs. The Food Bank of Iowa acquires over 1 million pounds of free food and reduced cost food each month and keeps it safe for consumption and delivers it to local organizations who help the hungry. So we are pleased to have Michelle Book joining us on Live from Size Lounge. Michelle, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us about how you first got involved with the Food Bank of Iowa and what you do in your role as a president and CEO. Well, I, as you mentioned, I'm a 1983 graduate of Iowa State University and uh, for decades worked in corporate America. Uh, my last opportunity, a corporate opportunity before coming to the Food Bank was working for uh, DuPont Pioneer. And in that role at DuPont Pioneer, I was responsible for giving money away, for investing in the communities in which Pioneer was, um, was selling seed and, and investing in technology. And I was focused um, in that work on food insecurity. Uh, we were looking at issues uh, concerning food insecurity in India and Mexico. And uh, this opportunity at the Food Bank of Iowa uh, became um, available to me and they approached me and asked if I would be interested in leading the Food Bank of Iowa. And uh, the rest is history. Here I am. Yeah. Well, we were just talking before we started here that this past year and a half has had such an impact on people across the country with COVID-19, uh, financially uh, making it difficult for many people, many families here in the state of Iowa to feed their families. And in, in what ways, Michelle, has the Food Bank of Iowa stepped up to help in this time of need for so many here in our state? Well, Matt, I'd start by saying that one in 10 Iowans, uh, about nine, it was 9.6% of Iowans were food insecure before COVID. So the number was already high. Um, any Iowan being hungry is not acceptable. So one in 10 Iowan being food insecure was, was of concern before COVID. Uh, when COVID hit, uh, it, was, it was Friday the 13th of March. I was back in my office from making a tour of all of our counties in, in which we provide food. And we realized that we were gonna be in a lot of trouble the next week. So before we left the office that day, we, we put in extensive food orders. Um, and we, we went away for the weekend, um, hoping for the best, but we know when we came back on Monday, everything was shut down. So many people lost precious work hours. Uh, jobs altogether evaporated, uh, career dreams were gone, and all of a sudden food insecurity in the state of Iowa doubled. Uh, 
it tripled for households with children. All of a sudden, these kids that were getting free and reduced uh, meal support at school for breakfast, lunch, and sometimes after school snacks, um, they're home from school. Seniors were afraid to go out. College kids are home. So mm -hmm. it put a lot of pressure on a family's food budget. And instantly, 407,000 Iowans were considered food insecure. Wow. That's, that's an incredible number. And you shared, you know, one in 10 Iowans is uh, food insecure. What's something some, somebody might not know about food insecurity um, here in our state? Oh, golly, there's so many myths around food insecurity. Mm -hmm. And one would be food insecurity doesn't exist where I live. Uh, many people don't believe it's possible that folks in their neighborhood or perhaps in their county are food insecure, but every county across the United States, uh, folks suffer from food insecurity. Anywhere there is poverty, there will be food insecurity. Um, for example, in Polk County, we have about 44,000 Iowans that are deemed to be in need of food assistance. Uh, food insecurity exists everywhere in rural Iowa and in the Metro. Um, for example, um, free and reduced meals, 77% uh, of the kids in Storm Lake qualify for free and reduced meals. Uh, in Postville, Iowa, 100% of the, of the kids in the school system there qualify for USDA free and reduced meals. Right here in um, Des Moines, Des Moines Public Schools, 76% of the kids qualify for free and reduced meals. It's everywhere. It's pervasive. It could be the people sitting next to you um, at the cafe downtown or the pew behind you at church or the little girl sitting next to your child in math class. Yeah. So um, how can people, not just here in Iowa, but across the country, help fight against hunger? Oh, there are so many ways. Uh, Matt, one of the things that I think is most powerful is for people to understand, dig in, understand food insecurity, understand the relationship between poverty and food insecurity. I've done a lot of self-education over the last five years. And um, I must admit, uh, February 2016, when I came to the food bank, um, I, I was ignorant. I didn't understand much about poverty. And uh, today I know more. Uh, affordable housing, access to health care. Um, good mental health care, um, daycare solutions, especially in rural Iowa. Um, all these things drive people to a position where they can't make ends meet. And then that leads to food insecurity. Um, so I would say to folks, one of the most important things you can do is to understand uh, what drives food insecurity. Um, have compassion for folks that are living in that place of food insecurity. Talk to your legislators, talk to your uh, members at your church, to your families. Um, if you can help, um, do help, volunteer. You can volunteer at your local food pantry. Every county has some sort of food resource. Um, volunteer there. Volunteer at the Food Bank of Iowa. Uh, $1 contributed to the Food Bank of Iowa because of our purchasing power and relationships provides four meals into those county pantries. So, and of course, if you need help or know somebody that needs help, uh, there are local resources. Within, within miles, there is a resource that will help. 
Yeah, we were just watching some video there of the food bank. And you were telling me that you know, a lot of people uh, misconstrue the food bank versus the food pantry, right? So tell us about the differences between what you guys do versus the food pantry. Food Bank of Iowa is one of five Feeding American food banks. So Feeding America is a, a group of 200 food banks across the United States. There are five operating in the state of Iowa. We work together to make sure that no Iowan uh, is food insecure. Food Bank of Iowa covers 55 counties up to Minnesota, down to Missouri, and then over to Illinois. So we've got really the heart of Iowa. Our job is to find as much free and reduced co cost food as possible, uh, up to 1.5 million pounds per month. We keep it safe. We have to comply with rigorous food safety standards. And then we put it in a truck and we deliver it to our 650 smaller frontline partners. And as you said in the introduction, um, if you're a 501c3, part of your mission is to provide nutrition to the people you serve you can work with Food Bank of Iowa to get your food from us. Um, so I see Food Bank of Iowa as the wholesaler and the food pantry or the halfway house, uh, sen senior meal program. They're the retailer. They hand the food to the people who need it most. But yeah. we can't do our work without them. And um, their work would be more challenging without us. Talking with Michelle Book, she is an Iowa State graduate and also the president and CEO of the Food Bank of Iowa. Michelle, you were telling me about a great partnership that you guys have recently formed with Iowa State University to help students on campus. Tell us about this effort. Well, as a proud Iowa State alum, uh, one of the first visits I made when I took this role over five years ago was to campus at Iowa State. Uh, there is a pantry there and it's called The Shop. And it's been in existence for a number of years. And uh, we will now this fall start providing uh, food to stock the shelves at the shop. And I am, I am so excited. Uh, there's a ribbon cutting ceremony on September 22nd. And the shop is located in Byer Hall and uh, is available. Those resources are available to all Iowa State University students. Wow, fantastic. Uh, that's really a great partnership that you've been able to do and using your resources to help students because like you said, uh, food insecurity affects everyone, even college students. Especially college students. Right. And even those that have recently graduated with college debt, we see a lot of uh, recent graduates coming into our pantry system needing a little help. They're trying to pay off their student loans, pay the utility bill, maybe buy a car and uh, need a little help at the end of the month to yeah. uh, meet their grocery needs. Yes. Well, Michelle, Iowa State graduates like you are making their communities, the state of Iowa, and the world a better place. How do you feel you've been able to use your education from Iowa State to make a difference? Oh, wow. Matt, I feel so blessed. Uh, I never really was supposed to be at Iowa State. I, uh, my family, nobody in my family uh, had a college degree. I didn't know what it meant to go to college, and I had a high school guidance counselor plucked me out of class one day and uh, he gave me an aptitude test. Uh, the, res the results came back that I should be an accountant. And I said, well, how do I do that? And he said, well, you're going to go to Iowa State University. And I said, well, how do I do that? He slid an application across the, the desk to me and asked me to fill it out. Uh, he put it in the mail. I don't think I had the application fee to pay at the time. And I think my high school or the guidance counselor paid the fee. And I was shocked when I got a letter in the mail saying, you've been accepted at Iowa State University. 
Uh, I grew up, I uh, went to school at Jefferson High School, and it's only 45 minutes away, but I'd never been on a college campus before. So I was scared to death. My parents dropped me off um, at Maple, Mapleville Large Complex with sure. two boxes <laughs> of clothes. Um, Iowa State University, the experience there and what I was what I was given, but also what I worked hard to attain, um, certainly provided me the skill set for which to be successful in corporate America. I had no idea at the time um, how far reaching an accounting degree can be. So with a really good background in business, it was a business, uh, Bachelor of Business Administration with an emphasis in accounting. Um, I certainly learned how to read a balance sheet, income statement, um, understand the financial underpinnings of an organization, learned how to run a PL then um, accordingly, uh, learned how to supervise people. And a lot of that supervisory experience came from being active and all the things that Iowa State University provides for um, the college students to be active in. And I was very active and I learned how to work with other people to achieve big results. Um, and the education was, was fabulous. I went on uh, to pass my CPA exam, to pass my certified internal audit exam. All of that happened because of my education, Iowa State University, it was a fabulous springboard onto many other things. And I've just been surprised over the years at the flexibility that that degree has provided me um, from accounting work and internal audit work. I went on to manage compliance for John Deere worldwide and then went on to manage community engagement for DuPont pioneer worldwide before coming here into this organization with 40 people and getting getting the opportunity to set the culture, to change the programming, uh, to fundraise, to learn more about a subject that I knew very little about. Uh, all of that came from the education provided at Iowa State University. Well, I don't, I don't know the last time you were back to campus, but the College of Business over there on the east side has completely changed probably since when you were a student. Um, and it's, it's just beautiful. They've got a beautiful new addition there. So hope you can get back to check that out if you haven't already. I, most of my classes were in Carver Hall. So the first time I walked sure. into the big auditorium, I spoke, okay. yeah. spoke there a couple of years ago and uh, was awestruck at yes. the facilities available. Uh, to the business, um, the business students today, it's it's extraordinary. Yeah. Well, even to that matter, there's so many changes across the entire span of campus. The new Student Innovation Center on the opposite side of campus just went in uh, this past year. So again, if any of you watching haven't been back to campus, there's a lot that's changed. So we hope you can get back to campus soon. But Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for all the work you're doing with the Food Bank of Iowa as well. My pleasure, Matt. Thank you. And go state. Go Cyclones. All right. Thanks, Michelle. That's Michelle Book, the president and CEO of the Food Bank of Iowa. Thanks to her for joining us today. This series is made possible by members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org.